Inner Voice. A heartfelt chat with Dr. Fujian. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Inner Voice podcast, a heartfelt chat with my guest and you beautiful listeners and viewers. I'm Dr. Fujian Zain. I'm a psychotherapist and author and the originator of the awareness integration theory. So great to be with you. If you wanted to know about the awareness integration theory, um, you could definitely go to uh, the Fujian, uh, Fujian app, uh, which you can find anywhere um, where you find your apps. You could go to Fujian.com and learn more about it. If you are a psychotherapist or a life coach and want to be certified and learn more about how to take the awareness integration theory and work that with your clients on that theory, then uh, go ahead and contact me and check it out at awarenessintegration.com uh, and you will learn more and about all of the um, certification process that we have. We're international and we have chapters in different places in the world. I am so excited about uh, the, everyone around the world having the ability to work with this model to uh, we've done research in alleviating um, anxiety, depression, raising self-esteem. We uh, were in the universities and um, we're doing a lot of research with different clinics. So um, if you're interested, I want to give you more information about it. There are three books, Life Reset, which is uh, for all of you beautiful listeners and viewers that if you wanted to actually do the work for yourself, you could use it through the book or you could do it through the app. And um, there's a, a book, International, Intentional Parenting, which for all of you parents, grandparents, teachers, uh, could be really, really great useful to see how to use this model as your child is growing up. Now, in this episode, I also get to chat with Rebecca Whitman. She is a success mentor, graduate with honors from Princeton University, and she's the author of three books, an um, inter international best-selling book, Phenomenal um, Feminine Entrepreneurs. Another one is Business Life Universe, and her latest one, How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. Yeah, you heard it right. She was selected as a life coach of the year uh, by in, um, International Association of Top Professionals. She hosts her own um, podcast, which I'm going to be there too. Um, she hosts the top 5% globally ranked Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant. Yes, Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant podcast. Her philosophy is that she divides life into seven pillars of abundance, which include spiritual, physical, emotional, romantic, mental, social, and financial. And she helps people achieve balance within these seven areas so that you can experience more fun and freedom in life and not burnout. Uh, we had a great conversation about these seven pillars um, and gave you a lot of good tips. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Um, and you get a lot of very good tips. And she gives you a free, free gift also. So listen all the way to the end because you get to have your free gift. Subscribe to this podcast, my YouTube channel, all of my Instagrams. Connect with me through my website, fujanzain.com. Um, just share with me who you are, what you like to hear, what are some of the ideas, uh, what are some of the people you like to hear from, 
any of it, just connect with me. I love to hear from you. Now, without further ado, here's Rebecca Whitman. Break free from the forces holding you back. Get the life you deserve. Eliminate stress, reduce anxiety, decrease depression, and start living your full potential. Thousands have used Dr. Fujian Zane's Awareness Integration Theory, an evidence-based behavioral health breakthrough with incredible life-changing results. Getting rid of past trauma, having fulfilling relationships, increasing earnings, and living their best life. Now, the Fujian app is available to everyone. The app is Dr. Fujian Zane's Awareness Integration Theory theory in the palm of your hand. Download the Fujian app today. Well, I'm here with Rebecca Whiteman. It's so nice to have you. It's so great to be here, Dr. Fujian. You have written books, you've authored books, and um, you have graduated from Princeton, and you are really working with people who are getting burned out. And I saw your um, conversation about burnout. I'm like, you know, there are times, Rebecca, that I'm really right on the edge. It almost feels like I sit there for a minute to enjoy like a trip, and suddenly it's like, oh. I can just do this and don't go back to whatever I was doing. And then I come back the first day um, and I just came back from Montreal and I go, you know, the system that I've designed and my calendar takes me again. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you don't even have time to think about yourself or what it would be until sometimes I've heard from people where uh, the system collapses and they're like, uh-uh, I don't even want to look at one or more of the area that I was working on. So I, that really resonated with me. So tell me, what got you to want to work on this area of life? Well, usually they say the person who teaches it lived it, right? So I love empowering women to go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant because I have struggled with burnout as an overachiever personality type and just wanting to do so much with the precious time that I have while on planet Earth. I have struggled with burnout and I wanted to really come up with a system that gave me kind of some safety rails so I wouldn't hit burnout. And that is how the seven pillars of abundance came to being. I went to a training many years ago and they taught me how to set goals and six key areas of life. And I added one, which is romance. So the seven pillars are spirituality, fitness, emotions, romance, mental, social, and financial. And most people burn out because they just focus on one area. It could be someone who really wants to find their soulmate and they go on a hundred internet dates and they're just like, oh, I can never date again. Dating is not for me. Or maybe they just want to make a ton of money and they're just like, I just can't do it. Like, I don't have any good luck in financial. And then they just totally quit. So I teach people, especially women to, to focus on a holistic life, to have a uh, their their finger on the pulse of all these seven key areas of life so they don't get overly obsessed and focus with one and you can live a very full life and it's it's not meant to create more things to do and overwhelm 
it's, it's to give you a sense of ease and flow, knowing that you don't have to just focus on one thing to get results. And it's important what you said, which is each area, uh, when it's not working, it sucks a lot of energy. And therefore, it takes away, it, it go, makes you go through burnout if you're not handling all areas, especially the one you also added, which is romance. It is amazing how much of that area alone sucks your energy. If you have someone and you are in a great relationship and a healthy relationship, you get to flourish. You bring that in that area, which is feeling good for you to bring it into every other area and you flourish in all other areas. And if that area is not working well, it affects everywhere else. And same thing with health, the same thing with, you know, kind of concept of spirituality and meaning that we create in our life. So every angle of the seven pillar if it's not working, it takes away from the other. So it's so important to create a balance in all of them. I agree. And, you know, romance and finance are very intertwined. Mm -hmm. So usually if somebody is having a hard time with their love life and they're, if, especially if they're in an abusive relationship, usually their finances take a toll. And the other way, if somebody's having a hard time paying their bills and they're struggling just to pay rent, they might even be getting evicted you know, that's going to affect their romance. So I agree with you, Dr. Fujian, all these areas are so deeply intertwined because these seven areas are like the tapestry of life. Mm -hmm. You can't yeah. just be hyper-focused on one or two and let the other ones go by the wayside. You talk about an elegant warrior. So share a little bit about what that is and how come you utilize those two words together, an elegant warrior. Well, I like teaching women to be in their feminine energy because when women are pushing their energy and they're going out and they're chasing and they're forcing solutions in their life, that leads to burnout and overwhelm. When they are in their feminine energy, they learn to be magnetic. That's why I call myself the magnetic abundance mentor, because when they're in their feminine, they are radiant they are magnetic things are coming to them men are coming to them financial opportunity are coming to them friends are coming to them and that is very important to be elegant not to push yourself to the point of exhaustion and then warrior means that life gets lifey there are ups and downs there are highs and lows it's not that you're always going to be winning and getting everything in life there are definitely low points where you suffer from loss or health issue or relationship breakup. And it's important to be resilient. That's where the warrior comes in. It's also important to take action toward your goals and dreams. We don't want to just sit at home and be elegant and eat bonbons all day and not stress out. You also get to take action. But I like to say that I am in the action business and God or the universe is in the results business. It's up to me to take the action, but then I get to be NATO, not attached to the outcome. Mm -hmm. And you uh, consistently use the word abundant. Now, abundance has different meanings for different people. So one is the abundance that we, like you just said, we receive. I come to the action. I create the intention. I have the vision of what it is that I want. I create the goals and do the action and then kind of leave it up as the, you know, kind of like the energy of the abundance brings it back. Um, 
what else is there in the area of abundance that you choose this word and kind of like define it for us from your world? That's a great question. Most people think of abundance as financial. They think of uh, I'm financially abundant, but that's why all seven pillars are the seven pillars of abundance because you can have an abundance of health where you have tons of energy. You can have an abundance of friends and the social. You can have an abundance of romance where you and your partner are just wildly passionately in love. You can have an abundance of spirituality where no matter what happens, you have faith that all things are working together for your highest good. So I have an abundance mentality in all these seven pillars of life. And then I also think that everything in life is either scarcity or abundance. You're either coming from scarcity, which is fear-based thinking. There's not enough money to go around. There's not enough men or women to go around. There's not enough jewelry or whatever it is that you want. There's not enough energy to go around. And it's a scarcity conversation. I used to have a, a scarcity conversation around energy. I used to think, and this was recently up until like the last couple of years, I was like, I just don't have any energy. I'm so tired. I don't want to do that because I'm too tired. And I didn't realize it, but someone pointed it out. You have a scarcity conversation around your energy. You get to shift that around and have an abundance conversation. I have plenty of energy and I have plenty of time to do what I want to do. You could have scarcity around time, which is what why so many women suffer from overwhelm. They're having a scarcity conversation instead of saying, I have plenty of time to do everything that's important to me. And then the opposite of scarcity is abundance. I have plenty of time. I have plenty of money. I have plenty of energy. There's so many opportunities. There's so many single men or single women, whatever you're looking for. I, I just have such a great selection to choose from. It's about shifting from a scarcity mentality to an abundance mentality. So when the mentality changes toward the abundance, um, there is also, like you said, actions that need to be created. So when somebody says, for example, um, I have abundance of energy, that doesn't mean that they're going to run themselves out of energy. What you're, what I'm hearing from you is more of when you shift your mentality, the concept of all is available shows up. Now, how you plan to you know, reach and achieve all that's available for you. Yes, it comes with that planning, like you talked about action, action, action. But the mentality is different because you don't have the fear, you don't have the anxiety, you don't create limits for yourself. You you might create boundaries for yourself and try to balance, but you're not creating limits for yourself. And that's where the concept of abundance is as if all is available for you to reach whenever you choose to reach in all areas of life right this that this is what i'm hearing beautiful yes i i agree it doesn't mean not to have boundaries so let's go back to your example of i have plenty of energy so if you feel that you have plenty of energy it doesn't mean that oh now i can give all my energy and all my time away until i'm depleted because that is leading to burnout you want to stay energized and stay and the abundance of energy. So you have plenty of energy to do everything that you want to do in during the day. And if you get too far ahead of yourself with energy, then you will get depleted. You'll be like, oh my God, I've got so much to do this month or this summer. Or I've got all these big goals to hit before the year ends. And we're already more than halfway through the year. And what am I going to do? So if you just stay in the day, 
you will have plenty of energy. And if the day is too overwhelming, just say, I have enough energy to do the next thing. Like I literally have enough energy just to do the next thing on my calendar to do without getting exhausted or depleted. The reason I said that also, we went to Paris and for um, a convention. I was presenting on my model awareness integration. And then, you know, Paris is beautiful. So oh, yeah. we start walking from one corner, from one street to the next to the next. And then almost five days in a row, we walked like 11 miles, 12 miles in Paris. And I'm 61. My body was what? just- What? You look so young. So we were going from one place to another in the same kind. I like it. I want it. I want it. I'm, you know, and energized. And then at one point I'm like, my body can't move anymore. So part of the balance that you're talking, you know, right behind you says balance, beautiful, abundant. So this concept of balance is also important because sometimes we're not aware of our body we're not aware of our one state because what we're looking at one angle only and getting excited or uh, very focused in doing one thing and then we forget the rest of our system whatever it is you know like you said you know we might be so infatuated and in love and all of that and suddenly it's like okay i i'm not going to work enough or i'm not doing this enough because i'm just focused on one area so yeah. The the first word you've put up there behind you is balance. Yes. Let's talk about that. So balance means to me not to be so obsessed with one area, just like you said, that you let other areas go. So I love uh, this phrase, you know, she fell into a manhole, meaning that she got so obsessed with her relationship that she disappeared off the planet and nobody can reach her. She's not showing up for her friend. She's not showing up for her work. And she fell into a manhole. You could be a gym rat. You could be a workaholic. You could be hyper-focused on any one of these areas. And then you lose your balance. So I think of a lot of people uh, have a stigma against balance. There's like a, people are like, that's impossible. I'm not saying to do all seven areas all the time. When you're working, you're working. When you're playing, you're playing. When you're on a date night, you're not checking your phone. When you're at the gym, you're not like balancing your checkbook. When you're doing one of the seven areas, you're fully committed and in that area, I'm just saying to look at your life as it's a symphony and there's seven instruments and you don't just want one instrument to play. That's not a symphony. Why the, what makes a symphony so beautiful is all the different notes and all the different instruments coming together. So think of your life as a, as a harmonious symphony, maybe harmony is even a better word than balance. So one area doesn't just get all the play time and other areas go by the wayside. And right now I'm in a season where I'm really focused on building my coaching business and my podcast. And I have a health and wellness brand that I promote and I'm not socializing all the time, but I make sure I block in my calendar one social event a week. That's not anything crazy. Today, after this podcast, I'm having lunch with one of my friends. So it literally doesn't have to be extreme. 
I don't want to burn out trying to do like socializing every day while I'm building my business and I'm in a new marriage. So I'm putting a lot of energy and effort into my beautiful new marriage. So I'm not saying to do all seven areas every day, but if you look at your week and on a Sunday night, you plan out your week, <clears throat> just make sure that you hit all seven areas within a week. Congratulations on your marriage. You Thank found, you. Thank um, you so much. You found your soulmate and uh, you, share, you share with people how it is that they can find their soulmate. I do. I do. I teach. Small ears. Let's say it. <laughs> I teach midlife women how to find their soulmate. And what I do is I just reverse engineer what I did because I was 45. I was divorced. I was so cynical. I went on, I was on five dating sites. I hired a matchmaker. I did everything and I could not find anyone that I liked. It's an old cliche. The people that I liked didn't like me. The people that liked me, I didn't like. And I had just given up and I took a 90 day dating detox. So sometimes when you're in a habit that's not working, when you're on a, on a track that just you keep hitting a wall, it's just better to stop. So I just said for 90 days, I'm not going to think about men, talk about men, talk to men, and I'm just going to focus on my book launch. So I went to a party thrown by the owner of my gym and I invited everyone to my book launch party, which was the following week. And the only person from the gym party who showed up was Ben and he bought a copy of my book, How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. And he asked me if he could sign it over dinner. And I walked into that date, he said, with kind of like a, oh God, here we go again, attitude. Like I, I had attitude because I had been on so many bad first dates, but he just charmed me and he asked me questions and got to know me and we closed the restaurant down. We couldn't stop talking and we've been together ever since. And I've helped many women find their soulmate in midlife. Yes. One of the things that I learned also was that the more that I got to know who I needed to be to have the right relationship and what I deserved, it yeah. became more and more clear. And from that clarity, it just seemed like, you know, it shows up because you're clear. They're all there. It's not like they're hiding. Everybody's out there. It's just when you become so clear in what it is that you actually want and deserve and what you're willing to give, then it all shows up. In, in yes, that is so true. And I encourage everyone who's listening to this podcast, if you are looking for a soulmate, write a list of everything that you want and make sure you word it in the affirmative. Because if you say, I don't want a guy who's boring then the universe is going to hear boring. <laughs> so say, you know, I want someone dynamic or I want someone funny or exciting. So make sure you word it in the affirmative and definitely make that list because once you get clear on who you are and what you want, you can get it and also have a list of deal breakers. Like I was very clear that I wouldn't tolerate emotional, physical, verbal abuse, alcohol and drug abuse, and I wouldn't tolerate um, somebody who wasn't working all of which I've had in previous relationships. So I learned the hard way. Yeah, I think we all do in a sense. And, and but the point is learning from the hard way and not just duplicating the hard way over and over again. And I think that's the biggest lesson is if we went through an experience to also look at 
how did I come through? How did I um, create that result also? And what is it that I learned? I need to learn from it so that I don't do this over and over again. You talked about your health uh, and nutrition um, program. Can you share a little bit about that? And you, again, behind you, you have the word beautiful. So beautiful, yes. I'm, I'm sensing it's inside and outside, but you also bringing um, the energy that you have inside in your health also affects everything else because the days that I'm tired, I just want to sit there and cry versus yes. the days that I've taken care of my body, which I can just be, you know, excited and move, move mountains of those days. So um, the two levels of together, not only that you feel good inside, you look good. Um, and that gives energy to every other area that you were talking about. So share with us uh, about your program. Yeah, I have a health and wellness uh, philosophy that is H&M, not the discount clothing store, hydration, nutrition, movement, meditation. So hydration is so important. I mean, you look super young for your age. Hydration is great for your skin. It gives you the glow. Water gives you energy. I teach my clients to start the, every morning with a glass of lemon water to flush out the organs and get out the toxins from the night before. Um, the next thing is nutrition. I'm very big into supplements and I am a brand ambassador for a collagen supplement. The collagen, uh, there's two versions, one's for anti-aging and one's for fat loss. And uh, Dr. Fujan is going to share my link tree. You can see both on my link tree. You can get a discount. But collagen is something that everybody needs to supplement after the age of 25. We start losing collagen and collagen is what makes our skin tight, our muscles stay firm, and it just makes everything work better. And it's collagen and hyaluronic acid, which is moisture for the inside of your body. And uh, I've been representing those products for three years and just, I will not go a day without them. Now that I know what they do, I'm obsessed. Um, the M is for movement. And I know we all have pedometers on our phone. People don't even know that, but every phone has a pedometer on it, meaning you can count your steps, have a daily goal. How many steps can you walk in a day? We can all walk 2,500 steps. That's like a mile, uh, 2,500, 5,000. Some people have the goal of 10,000. My goal is usually 5,000 steps a day. Do I hit it every day? No, but at least I have an awareness of it. And then find an exercise that you can stick to. It doesn't have to be crazy difficult. In fact, women in midlife, we get more cortisol when we do like a crazy boot camp class like that because our body goes into fight and flight. Something that is fun. It could be a Zumba or pickleball or yoga or just having a walk with a friend, having a walk and talk on your phone. Uh, listening to a fun podcast like Dr. Frujan's while you're walking, um, just something that you can stick to and then book it in your calendar because whatever you book in your calendar becomes reality. And I say to plan your day around your exercise. If you plan your exercise around your day, it's there's so many excuses not to do it. You have to plan your day around your exercise, schedule your meetings, schedule your work around your exercise. And then the final M is meditation, having a calm mind. 
That is so important in this day and age. There's so much negativity in the world. There's so much coming at us every day. And if we get stressed out and anxious, that actually hurts us on a cellular level. It creates trauma in the body, aging, which can ultimately lead to disease. I am a big believer in guided meditation. I love Insight Timer app, but there's Calm, there's Unplug. There's so many different guided meditation apps and you just plug in how many minutes a day you have. You just sit there, listen to a guided meditation. I was never someone who could quiet my mind. So the guided meditation has been a complete game changer for my meditation practice. Absolutely. I think a lot of that uh, uh, rotates around uh, what you just talked about balance, which is you put each one of these pieces into your day. You put the exercise, you're taking your body, take care of your body, you're calming your mind, you're eating appropriately, you're you know focusing on the work, you're focusing on the relationship, you're focusing on socialization. So it's almost like within every day you balance and within every week you balance and um, you, you create a system that has balance in mind, right? Yes, that's right. That's a, it's a system to stay balanced. And the whole point of doing this is not to create more work for yourself. It's to have joy. Mm -hmm. Joy is the goal. Why do we want a big pile of money? Why do we want the dream house, the dream relationship, the dream vacation, the new car? So we'll feel joy mm -hmm. and joy comes from living this balanced life, not being hyper-focused on one thing and having fun while you're on your journey. That is the whole point that we're here is to have fun, to have joy, and then you're just in the flow of life. So I really want to explain that you're either in the flow or you're against the flow. You're swimming upstream where everything's hard and a struggle and you're just overwhelmed and exhausted all the time. Or when you're in the flow, things just open up. They happen easily. It's fun. I'm not saying it's always relaxing because again, warrior mentality, you're going for it but you're still like in the flow. You have the momentum of life behind you rather than forcing yourself against the momentum. You're either in flow or you're in resistance. It's very simple. And when you go find yourself in resistance, right? There's, there could be the intentionality of us being in the flow and then things happen. Something happens externally that comes in front of us and we start resisting it or a thought process shows up internally that gets triggered by something and it holds us and starts res resisting. It's as if like reality is here and I just don't want to do it. I don't want to accept reality. So we get into this fight and the flow stops, right? Yes. What are some of your suggestions based on the balanced, beautiful and abundant uh, uh, you know, systematic thinking and, and philosophy that you have? When something shows up and I get stuck, how do I get myself back into the flow? The first uh, thing is to be aware that you're stuck and not spiral downward because thoughts create momentum. So if you're not realizing that you're having a bad day, have you ever had one of those bad days where it just gets worse? Like you wake up late, you miss your alarm, you spill your coffee, you get a parking ticket, like it just, it snowballs. So the first step is to be aware, okay, I've, I've been derailed. I'm, I'm no longer in the flow. I'm in resistance. So pause, get a pause button. Everybody should have a pause button. If you don't have one, you're going to get one right now in this conversation that you're listening to pause 
and say, okay, I'm, I'm not in the flow. I'm in resistance. So how do I reroute? The fastest way is through gratitude. What am I grateful for? What do I have right now? I have my breath. I have my health. I have all four limbs. I have 10 fingers and 10 toes. All internal organs are working without me doing anything. And you get into gratitude. And that can that's the fastest way to go from resistance to flow. Happiness is not getting what you want. It's wanting what you have and being grateful for it. Definitely. Um, another um, idea that shows up for me also is reality half at a time is easier than the fantasy that we have. So if we Ooh, actually look at the, point. you know, if you look at the reality and it's like, well, what is the worst case scenario? And what if you continue resisting? What do you think is going to happen if you keep continuing to resist versus accepting and flowing and co-creating with life? I think it also really helps, which is comes to the idea that, of the conversation you have about abundance. Because if I know, if I go into scarcity, you know, I hold, but if I'm going into the abundance as you share, I believe I can co-create something as I flow with life and, and keep looking at what's, what else is there versus I only want what I want and I'm not letting go of what I want. So that becomes very limiting, but it's almost like, how can I create what I want within what is exists out there uh, within that system? So I, that also helps us get into the flow a little bit. Rebecca, is there anything we haven't shared that you really want people to know? Well, just uh, to piggyback on that point, I like affirmations. That's another way when I feel myself derailed, I get, I have an affirmation. And one of my favorite affirmations, because to piggyback on your last point, which was a great point, not only can we co-create when we, when we kind of like give ourselves like room to say, okay, this is what's really happening. It's not what I want, but I'm just going to flow with it. But I love the affirmation. Things are working out even better than I can imagine and being open to, okay, I really want this thing, but maybe you know, there's something even better. Like if you're really focused on a certain person that you think is supposed to be like your lifetime partner and they reject you, it's incredibly painful but maybe there's someone even better out there for you. I choose to believe that there is. And rejection is God's protection. And it's okay. It's okay to not always get what you want. And that goes back to the first pillar of having faith that if you really believe that there's a higher power, call it whatever you want, God, Buddha, Allah, Jesus, nature, the universe, whatever. If you really believe there's something out there that wants you to have all your dreams and more, then it's easy to go with the flow. It does. I'm not saying your ego doesn't get hurt when you don't get what you want. Cause I know mine does, but then it's like, okay, I didn't get that. And I choose to believe that all things are working together for my highest good, that I live in a friendly universe and that something even better is going to happen for me. Yes. And, um, you know, I can also trust myself that, for example, I've come all this way and the world has not always been the way I wanted. And hey, I still got here and got what I wanted most of the times and things that are in front of me. So it's also trusting me and all angles of me, because I think sometimes we get so caught up in one 
concept, we forget all the other skills that we have and the way that we've, you know, so far have survived all these years. We weren't in control of every minute happened. We're never in control, probably, probably aware of 1% of things that are happening. So also trusting in who you are for the ones who are atheists and not the... Uh, yeah. So we've, I think we've covered all. We've covered the spiritual. We've covered the we've covered it. Yeah, for the ones who are atheists, just tr trust. Like you know, the sun comes up every day. The sun goes down every night. You know, the waves go in and out. There, there's a scientific rhythm to the universe, and it's just about getting in line with that rhythm that's happening. You know, who's in in alignment with it? Our animals. They're they're not you know, against it, against the flow or plants or trees, they're, they're in alignment with it. So there are some dogs who have become neurotic <laughs> because like we've socialized them to be neurotic, but I'm talking animals truly in nature. There, there is a, there is a rhythm and a, and a flow of the universe. You can call it science or, you know, the flow, whatever works for you, but make your life easier and just try to get in line with that flow. Yes, the animals who become neurotic, and I think most of human beings who become neurotic because there's some trauma suddenly happening, which they haven't really looked at. So if there is a place in you which keeps resisting and going, go check that out also. Um, Rebecca, where can people find you? You can find me on my Instagram and Twitter and Clubhouse at Rebecca E. Whitman and now Threads at Rebecca E. Whitman. I have a website, RebeccaElizabethWhitman.com, and I have a gift for all your listeners. Dr. Fujan is going to share my link tree, and I have an amazing gift. I have an abundance journal, and these are journal prompts that were gifted to me by a woman named Janet. I really think she's an angel. I never saw her again after she gave me this God journal. She called it a God journal, but now I call it an abundance journal, and this uh, abundance journal has flipped my thinking from scarcity to abundance, from lack mentality to there's plenty of good. And I also want you to look at this journal because you can learn from yourself. You can learn from other people. We're either learning in life or we're earning in life. We're either earning our experience or learning from other people's experience. And this journal will enrich your life in so many ways. And that's why I want your listeners to have it as a gift from me. And if you do this journal, Every day for 21 days, I know you're going to have major breakthroughs. I just know it because they say it takes 21 days to form a habit, 90 days to form a lifestyle. I've been writing in this journal every morning for literally decades, and it has just, it has shaped my life beyond my wildest dreams. And I'm so excited for your listeners to have their own experience with these journal prompts. Thank you so much. Thank you for offering that to everyone who's listening or, um, viewing us um it's been a pleasure speaking with you you also have your podcast right do you want to share yeah. about your yeah. podcast i have uh, the balance beautiful and abundant show and that is also my link tree which dr fujan my website everything about me all my offerings i do a free uh women's circle every tuesdays for accountability community and support so everything that you need to know about me is in my link tree but in the podcast my mission is to take women from overwhelmed and burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant, and you will love it. It's I've done almost 160 episodes, and there's there's literally a $20,000 masterclass for free 
listening to the podcast. So it's available where all major podcasts are offered. Beautiful. Thank you so much for taking the time and being with us. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Dr. Fujan. You have amazing questions and you're, you're just incredibly beautiful inside and out. It's been a delight to get to know you. We should have coffee somewhere in LA because we're both in the Los Angeles area. Yes, absolutely. And for all of you beautiful souls who are out there, create an amazing life for yourself and everyone around you. And until next week, bye-bye. Eliminate stress, reduce anxiety, and decrease depression. Dr. Fujian Zane's awareness integration theory has helped thousands like you get incredible life-changing results. The Fujian app gives you her evidence-based treatment in the palm of your hand. Download today.